everybody gonna cuss these jokes because I've seen people make jokes about Flint, Michigan. I've seen people make jokes about Katrina. I've seen people make a dead baby like uh, like nothing is off limits on Twitter. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but if you're one of those people who's like, you guys should not be laughing at 21 Savage. This is a serious issue. You shouldn't be on Twitter because Twitter is is with the shits. Hey, what's good? Your boy, Southbury706, a.k.a. SB Report 706 on Twitter. This is going to be a podcast. We have our usual hosts, uh, El Chapa and Marcus Sniffles. Happy Black History Month. It's still black. We're still black out here. Well, uh, I do not have my headphones plugged in. <laughs> when I can hear nobody. <laughs> yes, how goes it, guys, out there in the podcast world? Over the next day, let's take me a whole day to recover. Washed, washed, out of control. Um, so again, it's still Black History Month. Shout out to everybody rocking with us. Uh, yeah, did you tan it up, Bill? You tan it up? Oh, you see, I didn't even know that. She better have that whack ass tattoo. Thug, thug life over here. Thug life, gang shit. Actually, you know what? I was going to go to the book for Black History Month, but since today's Grammys, we'll go with this Black History fact. Uh, So for Black History Month, artists who have never won a Grammy are Tupac Shakur, Tupac, uh, Biggie Smalls, Bob Marley, Snoop Dogg, Run DMC, Public Enemy, and the list goes on. Nicki Minaj, Nas, Really? Nicki Minaj? Yes, she has never won a Grammy. So. Oh, wow. Uh, Jimi Hendrix as well. So I, I'd like to say uh, fuck the Grammys because they're trash. So this week, Committee Podcast, it's been a lot going on. Last week, we talked about uh, the wild shit that was going on in Virginia with the uh, hashtag racist Ralph, uh, Governor Ralph Northam. Uh, Marcus had a good point last week within the social media age. It's like if there's something controversial that happens to you, you just... You should just tweet through it, essentially, because the next week something else is happening. And sure enough, within his own state, within his own state house, his lieutenant governor was accused of sexual assault charges. And then the guy behind him came out and admitted that he also dressed up in blackface. So it's a a trifecta of uh, anarchy going on in Virginia. So uh, I don't know if you have any thoughts on that real quick. See, if you can't 100% prove that that's me in blackface or anything, shit, no comment. Hey, next question. No comment. <laughs> next <laughs> question. Get that comment next, in my goddamn face. Next question, bro. <laughs> I got a job to do. Don't come out with me with this fake shit. Yeah. That... So the other guy, he came out and he admitted to wearing blackface, so it wasn't even that they called him out. He just came out himself. No, because he knew people, bro, because he, he knew people oh, searching through going to come after them soon, so he just went out there first? Well, because you never know. Like, he's like, well, shit. He, old man, Ralph Norman probably forgot he actually had that photo taken. It was like, well, shit, damn, did I do something back in the day? I don't know. It was like 30, 40 years ago. But uh, he, he wanted to get in front of it because I know right now people that are probably... Uh, Republicans or people that are against him are probably calling people like, hey, do you have a yearbook? Do you used to party with him when he was younger? You got some pictures? Because I'm sure there's some wild stuff out on a lot of these people. I mean, they had a, a picture of Barack Obama smoking weed or whatever. So, you know, yeah. so he tried to get in front of it. But uh, yeah, the, the allegations against the lieutenant governor uh, initially started out as he said, uh, 
uh, it was a consensual relationship. And the woman was saying like they were kissing and then like he forced her, her head towards his crotch. I don't know. Um, sounds pretty bad. That's but a real thing. You have to be a, a savage <laughs> to be kissing somebody and to push the push like, yo, yo, just like, yo, like, what are you? I don't That's know. That's zero respect. He had no respect. Yeah, no comment. So yeah, it's it's kind of wild in uh, Virginia. Uh, continuing on with that racism, uh, the brand that none of us in the podcast can afford, Gucci, they have a very uh, <laughs> questionable design. Some very Sambo-like designs. If you don't know what uh, <clears throat> Sambo is, go ahead and Google that. But that kind of ties into blackface. Uh, it's kind of a uh, caricature of black people where they're extremely black with red lips. Uh, you've probably seen uh, if you've seen the movie Bamboozled. You know what I'm talking about. Um, very menstrual show is, but yeah, a lot of rappers are boycotting them. I think T.I. was boycotting them. Soldier Boy actually has Gucci tatted on his face. He's working, <laughs> he, he's working on getting that removed. And really? uh, yeah, shout to him. You did a brand tattooed on your face in the first place. That is so stupid. Well, we're Unless talking about we're talking about so, we're talking about Soldier Boy. So. You're right. You're right. He clearly was walk, rocking with that dirty ass Gucci headband for. Is Gucci, is Gucci Man canceled? Yeah, man. Like, is he changing his name? It's just, it's just the main, main, Mr. Main, the G Main. I don't know. I, I haven't heard an official statement from uh, Mr. Main, so we will we'll let that uh, slide right now. I honestly feel if they would have got Gucci Man a little pumped to promote Gucci, like promote those uh, racist brands, I think they could have gotten away with it. They're like, hey, man, it's Gucci. Gucci's wearing it. Gucci Man. Like, it'd have been safer than having these white women come out here wearing, you know, essentially blackface masks. I'm too broke to afford Gucci, but you know, it is yeah. what it is. I mean, if you if you spend money on fake Gucci, like you just gotta ride it out for a little bit. Just ride the wave. You can't you can't get rid of your fake Gucci, man. Look, just rock it out. Yeah, ain't, I no saw, one, ain't no one will notice, man. I saw a couple uh tweets on Twitter talking about shoot, I've been boycotting Gucci my whole life, so this ain't this ain't a hard boycott to get with. <laughs> so yes, the, the committee podcast is we were ahead of this. We've been I've been boycotting Gucci for years because I can't afford it. So you know, fuck Gucci too. Get them out of the paint. Actually, I got to add them to the 2019 uh, committee canceled list as well. So I think okay. I missed them. So if you're keeping a running tally, so far the uh, 2019 canceled committee list is R. Kelly, Erica Badu, Races Weatherman, Gummy Bears, Church, Roth Northman, Think Pieces, Super Bowl halftime shows, The Patriots, and Gucci. And the next person on that list is going to be Liam Neeson. So I'm sure you've all heard about the story. Uh, Liam Neeson, a.k.a. Mr. Taken, Mr. I play the same guy in every single movie. Mr. I don't know why people pay to see these movies. It's just the same movie recycled with a different storyline. Essentially, Liam Neeson came out and I guess uh, his friend or sister got raped or something like that. So his friend got raped, right? And he went on some platform doing an interview and essentially said, and I, I should quote him, but uh, to paraphrase it, he said to the uh he essentially said he was at the point where he was so angry that he would walk the streets hoping to see a quote-unquote black bastard so they could essentially get into a fight and he could attempt to kill him this man said this in public in 2019 let that sink in a man is trying to promote a movie that i i just read earlier has been his lowest so selling movie to date said that in 2019 the age of social media so uh, yeah, maybe he's tired of acting because making statements like that are not going to help his uh, career 
thus far. So what are y'all thoughts on that? I saw a video of some guy in London trying to uh, justify or try to give credit for Liam Neeson for being quote unquote brave for publicly admitting his feelings about this. And at that point, I didn't hear the interview. So I was like, okay, well, maybe I'm missing something. Went back and listened to it. Dude said, a friend of mine got raped. The first question he asked this woman was, what was their race? She said, no, she, she said black. And then he took that as, okay, I'm going to roam the streets. He did it for like a week or two and try to find the black bastard to kill, essentially. The reason I'm not going to give him any credit for admitting this publicly, and the reason why he is a racist is because if that woman would have said it was a white man, he would have took his ass right home and been mad and sat on the couch and just been mad. He wouldn't have been out in the streets roaming around looking for a random white dude because wherever he was at, there's probably hella white people. So he would have found what he was looking for. Now, this if Liam Neeson was doing this in like Atlanta or like New Orleans, okay, do it then. Do it down there. But no, I'm not giving Liam Neeson any credit. This dude is a racist because like I said, if that woman would have been like, yeah, some white dude raped me, he'd have been like, damn, that's fucked up. And went about his day and just brooded about it but because it was a black person and because there's a history of white people being able to just treat black people however they want to and get away with it essentially he was like well i'm, I'm gonna be straight all i gotta do is you know get into a quote-unquote fight i'm standing my ground i'm defending myself i'm not nothing's gonna happen to me and then the fact that he felt like he could go out and publicly say this I mean, I, I hope he's got a movie where he's a clan man, clan's person coming up, because that's the only way he can justify saying this stuff. Because it's like, okay, now I believe him as a racist, because he's playing a racist. Like, that's what he needs to do. If I'm his PR guy, I'm like, hey, we've got this clan movie. You need to be in it right now. Do the clan movie. Well, just for just for further uh, clarification, according to Wikipedia, the ethnic groups in Ireland where he's from is broken down in this percentile. 96.4 white, hmm. 1.7 Asian, and 1.1% black. So maybe he, he just wanted some car he just wanted some cardio because he wasn't fit to find no black people <laughs> in Ireland. Like he's like, let me just take a stroll, you know, get this anger out, power walk a little bit. But yeah, he, he was bugging with that. Yeah, if you want to why he brought it up, how was that a part of the interview? Was, was well, that even remotely yeah. close to the storyline? Yeah, well, because the movie is about a guy. I don't get it. No, that's the movie's about a guy who's like avenging people, I guess, or revenging his brother revenge. who got killed. Yeah, it's about revenge. Mm. So I guess they asked him a question like, "When did you, have you ever felt in your life that you want to get revenge on somebody?" And that was the story that he decided to give them, and thought that that would be cool. Mm. Nah, if I if I'm his PR agent or PR manager, I quit. I'm quitting. Was there even any any follow up to it, like? He oh, he tried to backtrack. Admitting that he obviously was racist, you know, in that moment, or and now I realize that I was stereotyping. Like, did he do any type of cover up afterwards? I mean, he's going on like a like trying to clear stuff up, but you said what you said. It's not like you said it out of anger. You thought about this. You were clear. You were very clear about what you said and what you meant. Like there, there was not. It wasn't like you know he was walking down the street and TMZ is hounding him and he just says something out of anger. You're right. sitting down, being interviewed calmly. There's no issue. 
they ask you a simple question and you give them that story. Like you can go out and try to, you know, call Olivia Pope and have her try to fix this for you, but the facts is the facts. Dude's a racist. And I mean, Taken wasn't that good. Like uh, Taken was kind of nice when I seen it the first time. I was like, this shit is I mean, it, it was. I'm saying if they if, if they put out a Taken for I'm gonna go see it. Like I'm I'm not I didn't see anything past Taken two, I think, but I'm sorry. And, Yo, I just, and I just saw Widows too, and he was in that. But oh, shout out to dude on my Twitter who, for, for whatever reason, was like, "Yeah, man, Liam Neeson was one of my favorite actors." I was like, "Really? Damn! Like, what kind of poverty movies are you watching? This is the best that you've seen." Like, I don't know. Pe- people are weird in the Swedish sphere, but yeah, uh, Liam Neeson. He has uh, officially been canceled until something else more or equally racist happens next week, and we'll forget all about it. So. Uh, yeah, again, I, I really don't watch movies. If you listen to this podcast, I do not watch movies unless they are Marvel's movies, which is a smooth, perfect transition into the Avengers trailer. That was the highlight of the Super Bowl to me. I I, I stopped the game and watched the, the trailer on my, my TV, like again, after it came on so I could see it again. But um, yeah, the Avengers Endgame dropped uh, another trailer. Again, we've talked in this podcast numerous times why they even do this because there's no point because we're all going to go see the movie. Like, I'm already planning to take off work so I can go see it at midnight, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> midnight release or whatever. But yeah, it's one of those things where, I mean, I guess it's uh, it's, it's kind of smart marketing because you are spending a bunch of money. But in the same breath, like if you go on YouTube, like maybe 30 minutes after the trailer drop, there's already like 100 video theories and reviews and deep, deep dives and breakdowns of the trailer, what was there, what, what was not there, what this could mean. So it's kind of smart because they're they're advertising it and then like a hundred other people advertise it to their little niche of people. So it, in theory, it's kind of smart, but in the same breath, it, it's stupid because I'm still going to see it regardless. So, but did y'all see the trailer or I'm, I'm sure you did maybe, hopefully, or I'll just keep talking. I yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> I watched it. I've watched it probably three times. Uh, wasn't my favorite trailer. I like the uh, initial one, but it's a Super Bowl commercial, so they only get like a minute. Well, not even a minute. It was like forty-five seconds, and that cost them a million dollars. Which I'd have took that million dollars and put it towards something else, because, like you said, advertising this movie is stupid. There's no one that's not going to go see this movie, and I understand doing it for the Super Bowl, but I mean, you're you're essentially burning money just to do it. Right. Yeah. I, I think Disney's in the position to burn money, but go ahead. I mean, they, they are they are in a position to do that. I just you know. yeah, but if they put on YouTube afterwards, don't they still get? I mean, not maybe not that much money back, but they get some kind of money back by putting it on YouTube. Everybody's gonna go and watch it, right? I mean, they're not they're not missing that million dollars. Like that million no, dollars, they, all, they, they've already got that money back because I'm sure it, that they're offset. yeah yeah they've gotten probably over 10 million views on that 30 second trailer on YouTube already. So it, it, it is what it is. Like they're just, they're just essentially, I want to say they're forcing this movie down our throats, but they're going to be like, yo, we're going to get every dollar that we can from every, like at this point, they're digging through the couches looking for money, advertising to these people. Like that's what they're doing now. Well, I keep seeing stories on Twitter that this movie is right now sitting at three hours long, which again, Not nobody, nobody, has a pro- nobody has a problem with this. And I've even seen stories that they might even put an intermission in this movie so people can actually get up and go to the bathroom, grab a snack, you know, say refresh themselves, and then come sit down for the rest of the movie. Which I'm like, I mean, 
Look, I'll that's hold it. Like, me, but that's needed. <laughs> I mean, I'll hold it. I think I sat through uh, Infinity War. I'm pretty sure I had to pee at least once and I didn't go. Like, you just got to suck it up or put on a diaper. You know what I'm saying? Like, make it work. You know, you don't want to be the person that misses the, the one crucial moment in the in the epic finale of this phase of the MCU. But, like, what were your biggest uh, takeaways? Like, what, what are you looking forward to in the movie? Like, did anything catch you off guard? Again, I've watched multiple uh, conspiracy theory videos in the movie. And there's some people that are saying that, like, literally everything they showed us is, like, probably not in the movie. Or everything they've shown us is, like, within the first, like, 15 minutes of a three-hour movie. So they're really not showing us anything, if you think about it. Yeah. Uh, I guess the thing that kind of caught – it didn't catch me off guard, but I guess the things I noticed – well, I don't even think it's I noticed because I watched a lot of reaction videos to the trailer. But the fact that Captain America is going old school with the shield, um, the scene where – uh, Tony Stark and, and Nebula are out in space working on something. So it's kind of like, when does that happen compared to the first trailer where it was like, you know, Tony Stark essentially saying like, yo, it's it, we're fucked up out here. I don't know what's going on. So I, I do like how this trailer was more uh, Captain America focused as opposed to the first one, which was more focused on uh, Tony Stark. So that tells me that this movie is going to be more so about those two characters and obviously it's pretty much their last movie so i think they're going to be the main focus oh what deep dives did you take from this what, what did you see <laughs> let me get your analysis please i didn't i didn't see it <laughs> trash el chapa is being added to the committee 2019 cancel list <laughs> garbage oh. uh you know you got to snatch you up a boost so you can go see that opening night you know what i mean like put on the what thor mask or something I mean, you don't, but he could pay for it, and that would save you some money. So, you know, you got to be physically responsible in 2019, guys. You know, collect your coins, hunty, honey, hunty, whatever you say these days. I like my ring. Yes, El Chapa <laughs> is, is eating a, uh, a ring pop. So she's an independent woman. She don't need no man for nothing, even for a ring. But uh, some of the things I saw that I, I noticed that were interesting about the trailer is, again, I like how they are not putting any emphasis on Thanos at all. Because yes. essentially the last movie was a Thanos movie. Like it was pretty much Thanos and Thor for the most part. I think like per time on screen, it was the most was Thanos and Thor. So like they're not putting any emphasis on Thanos at all. And and we haven't even got to the fact that Captain Marvel is going to be in this movie. She hasn't even been like, it's almost like she's not even in the movie, but I'm sure she's going to have a huge impact in it uh, as Captain Marvel comes out, I believe uh, next month on the 6th. So uh, I like that. I'm the third? I already bought my tickets. <laughs> Oh, shit, I need to get mine. But, yeah, I'm interested in where she fits into the story. Uh, again, they said time travel is going to be a big part of this movie. So uh, part of the thing with the old Captain America shield is, like, they're saying part of that is they're going to travel back to, like, uh, like Winter Soldier and Asia Ultron and those different time periods. So they'll, be, they'll look different wherever they go, if that makes sense. Allegedly, that's what the story is. So. Uh, that makes sense. Regardless... I don't care what they do. I'm still going to see it. I'm, I'm very excited for this movie. Um, I'm just, I don't know. I, I hope that there's a huge, uh, hope there's something big that happens. Like, I mean, of course, I'm, I'm pretty sure that either Iron Man or Captain America is going to die. That's obvious. But I mean, it, it'd be kind of cool for them to sneak in a, a new character. Like there's been rumors that Wolverine could be in the movie or just show something different. Like maybe introduce the Fantastic Four or hint to something, you know what I'm saying? I, I need I need to be, like, I don't need to be shocked and, and appalled and, and, you know, surprised, but moving into the next phase, I, I'm curious to see how they 
how they wow us as fans because they've, they've already been doing this for over a decade. So I want to see them just be over the top and you know get us get us excited for the next phase of the, the MCU. So again, I'll, I'll definitely be out there open night. Um, so definitely definitely ready for that. So shout out to the Avengers. Uh, can't wait till they bring back Black Panther. It's Black History Month. We need our Black brothers back. You know, it's lit. But uh, I think that's all for that. Um, I don't think there's nothing really else interesting going on with that trailer. Oh, yeah, yeah. They said there was a lot of uh, potentially CGI people out of like the trailer, just like how in the uh, Infinity War trailer had, had the fake scene with Thor and them running in Wakanda. They say some of the scenes might be kind of like that, where they just put them together just to throw people off, but never going to see it. So uh, I'm, I'm just excited. Like, again, I don't like spoilers, but I can't get enough of any content that's end game related on YouTube. So. I did have to stop doing that. I, w- I was, I was, I don't even care in. anymore. I, don't I, had care anymore. I had to get out of the matrix. It was just too much. <laughs> like but I was I do- watching re- review videos on like leaked footage and scripts. I was like, okay, that's oh, yeah, you're, you're doing a, you're doing a lot. <laughs> I'm not yeah. doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm for that. <laughs> I do. I do. Go watch it opening night and that's it. Be surprised. No, nah, I mean, because it's, 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 it's interesting how much, cause you gotta think, uh, what they say, like you, you would take the you would crowdsource like 10 million people versus like two doctors. Right. Because, again, if, if there's enough theories out there, enough people thinking about this and put this together, you could probably put together what's going to happen or, you know, what could be in the movie. Because, again, there were people that guessed what the title of the movie was before it came out. Now, they said, nah, this ain't it. But, you know, they were right. Like, hey, this was the title. So it's interesting to give enough people to put enough theories together and actually get it right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, again, we all know that the characters are going to come back, so that's not going to be a surprise. It's just what happens in between that is going to be the interesting part. Yeah, it, for, for me, it's it's not about knowing the ending. It's it's about the journey, because there, there's a lot, there's not a lot of movies, especially comic book movies, where you go into it not knowing how it's going to end within the first 30 minutes. You have an idea of what's going to happen, but that's not the important part when it comes to seeing a movie. It's about the journey, how you get there, the storytelling, is there character building, are the themes strong? Like, I mean, I went and saw, you know, Black Panther. Within the first, like, 30 minutes, I had an idea of what was going to happen, but the way they told the story keeps you engaged. And I think that's what they're going to do with Endgame. Like, who, who? Yeah, I mean, it's a superhero movie. Like, they already have trailers for Spider-Man 2 coming out, like, They've already announced like Black Panther two, so we know these characters are coming back. But can you tell a story that keeps us engaged, even though we're going in knowing that? And I, I think that is tough. It's not easy to do, and Marvel has been doing a good job of that, in my opinion, for the last probably like five years. That that is true. So uh, we'll definitely be looking out to that. So back to the 2019 committee cancel list. Uh, one person I put on there that was pending to be canceled was Kanye West. So today is, well, it'll be yesterday when you're listening to this probably, but it's the 16-year 16th, 16th anniversary of college dropout. Yes, I know Kanye West is canceled, Kanye West, whatever you want to say, but there, there's no denying that he he definitely uh, changed the game with that uh, initial album he put out. So just would kind of go real quick. I mean, do you remember what was going on when the album came out? Maybe your favorite song, your initial reactions. Like, what what were you thinking about when that that album came out? I wasn't. Um, I wasn't fully on board 
I didn't listen to his whole album. I wasn't. I didn't care to be honest. But then it hit a point where I was like, why is everybody talking about him? Why is everybody talking about college rapper and blah blah? And then it hit me. I'm like, you know what? All these songs that are on the radio, all these songs that he came out with, I really liked. So I was like, why didn't I give myself a shot to actually hear it? So um, I think that's one of his better, better albums. I think you know, I know that's what a lot of people say. They want the old Kanye back. They want me to go back to that. Um, I don't know, but he's always switched it up. So. I know for me, I was in high school when this album came out and it was definitely a change of pace from what was going on at that time um, because this was uh, college dropout came out around the same time as get rich or die trying and if you listen to get rich or die trying that's like straight up hardcore gangster rap you know hard bars killing thugging drug dealing all that stuff and i love that album but then graduation came out and sonically it's it was ahead of its time he reintroduced you know the soul sampling and all that stuff college dropout. But, what did i say graduation okay college dropout and um that was more something that i could relate to and i think most people could relate to at that time especially if you were you know in high school middle school like we weren't out there thugging we weren't out there doing drive-bys and shooting people we were, you know, just Speak regular. Speak yourself, all right. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. Speak most of yourself. us, most of us were just regular. Yeah, mind your business. Who's <laughs> out here in these streets, gang, gang? <laughs> most, most of us were probably just like middle class, low, like lower class, just regular, regular kids that listen to music that like music. And Kanye, at that point, was more down to earth, more relatable, and that was probably who more people could relate to. Like more people relate to Kanye West than 50 Cent. Granted, you know, they're both artists or whatever, but if we're keeping it real, there's not a lot of us that are living that 50 Cent life. Most of us are living that Kanye West lifestyle back then. And just going through the track list, there's so many great songs. Like All Falls Down, classic song. Spaceship, classic song. Jesus Walks, classic song. Never Let Me Down, classic songs. Like Slow Jams. Uh, school spirit through the wire the last call the importance of that kind of song people weren't really doing things like that when they had essentially like a 12 minute rant about them trying to get on and all the people that passed them up and like putting names and labels out there being like yo i played them jesus walks and no one signed me and now you're the biggest rap artist in the world like this this is probably one of the best debut albums for any artist, like ever. Cause this how I many this one, I think at least four Grammys. And even the visuals, every visual for for the songs were different. He reintroduced a lot of artists that at that time weren't popping. Like Common had a history, but Common wasn't popping in 2004. He gets with Kanye, now he's popping. Talib Kwali. Same thing. He wasn't popping in 2004. He had a history, but now you put him on this album. Now all of a sudden, we're taking it to another level. Now people are starting to check him out again. Same thing with most Steph. I'm not saying that Kanye uh, revived Jay-Z's career, because at this time, Jay-Z was still the top rapper. But he kind of, as the years went on, he kind of put Jay-Z up in a higher echelon. Like, he took him to the next level with the blueprint, him and Just Blaze. 
So, I mean, without this album, a lot of these artists like Twister, Common, Tyler Quali, they might not be who, where they are right now. Like, granted, they were still on, but they weren't on like this. Like, I wasn't going to check out Common's next album had it not been produced by Kanye West. Kanye West, like, I can talk about this album pretty much all day, so I don't know if anybody wants to jump in and just <laughs> stop. But, like, it was a very impactful album. Like, you can still feel the effects of it today. And without this album, you don't get people like Drake. You don't have people like Kendrick Lamar. You don't have people like J. Cole. Because none of those guys, like, Kendrick Lamar has a, a history of being around gang shit, but he's not a gangster. We know what Drake is. Drake is a, is a child actor. Mm. J. Cole is a college student. You know what I'm saying? Like, these aren't street guys. These are just regular guys that like music. And without Kanye West, they don't have a lane to, they don't have a uh, someone to follow behind. They don't have Kanye West put that path there. Lupe Fiasco. There's all these other artists that can follow that that trail that Kanye West blazed. And without Kanye West, a lot of, a lot, essentially the best rappers, the best artists right now aren't here. They don't exist. Drake, right, so doesn't, Drake doesn't survive in the era of 50 Cent, DMX. Drake, Drake doesn't make it. He doesn't. That is facts. So, L, give me your, your favorite song from the album. Jesus Walks. Hmm. Easily. Like, I remember when he performed that song. I want to say, was it the Grammys? It was a big awards show. Yeah. yeah, it was the Grammys. Just the tears. Oh, my goodness. And then just the lyrics themselves. And, you know, talking about having people up in the club. And, you know, they're praising Jesus. They're like having a, a Jesus moment, if you will, in, in the club, which is really unheard of. But he did that. And he was cocky with it in the lyrics. And it worked. So, yeah, that was definitely by far my favorite song. And he did like three music videos for that song. Yeah, yeah. Three yeah. different, completely different music videos. That's how creative that man was, and still is. Back when music videos were a thing, I don't think I've watched a music video in probably like ten years. I, it's just not. It's a waste of money these days. Uh, Marcus, what is your your favorite song of the album? Through the Wire. Mm. Interesting. Um, I would. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with two words. I like that song. I like the. Uh, the most stuff on there, free on there, putting in work. So uh, I I'll go with that. But it's interesting that you mentioned uh, J. Cole. You know, without Kanye West, we don't have a J. Cole. So, again, tonight's the Grammys. Well, the night before is the Grammys. So, of course, people on Twitter doing what people on Twitter do, Twittering it up and uh, being ridiculous. So I saw a young man tweet. What is his name? Uh, maybe he deleted the tweet. I hope he did. He probably didn't know. Da, da, da. All right, so this clown on Twitter, he said his name, I ain't going to put his name out there, but he pretty much put a tweet saying that Future got a Grammy and Cole still don't got one and posted a picture of a cell from Dragon Ball Z laughing uh, angrily or menacingly. And I, I retweeted him. I was like, yo, Bob Marley, Tupac, and Biggie Smalls don't have one either. You corny. Like, okay, wow, Future, like, come on, man. Future High, I've got to stop like who cares if Future has a Grammy for his terrible verse on King's Dead? Like that that verse is more of a joke than anything. But I mean, if that's what you put your weight in, God bless you. And I tweeted after that, if you put your weight in the Grammys to validate or not validate artists, don't talk music about with me because I can't take you seriously. If that's where you put the weight in for, it's like that's almost it's the equivalent of like saying, oh, this guy's a Pro Bowler in the NFL, so he's good. Like, 
No, the Pro Bowler is a pop popularity contest. All pro, all NFL, we're having a different discussion. But Michael, Tom, Michael Thomas made the Pro Bowl, and uh, I think he was first string, and I think Julio didn't or something like that. Something stupid. Like That doesn't mean you're better than somebody else. It's just an award. But it, it, it's still it's still a Grammy, and having a Grammy does hold weight. I, I didn't say it doesn't, it didn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, it musically it does it doesn't musically maybe business wise and promotion wise yes but again you, you can't it, it, tell it, me that Bob Marley future should have a Grammy over Bob Marley you yeah, can't tell me that it, 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 and it doesn't matter in kind of a historical sense also because people who weren't around during a certain time will just look at well who, who was nominated for a Grammy who won the Grammy that year and they'll just go off of that um but they're doing a better job as far as getting more younger people on these Grammy committees, getting more people of color on these Grammy committees, because right now, I think the Grammys, they have a problem and they've had a problem for, for a good little while. Like the most popular genre of music right now is, is rap. And the best rapper right now is Kendrick Lamar. He's not performing at the Grammys, he declined. The hottest male rapper, is Drake. He also declined. The most probably one of the most creative artists we have is Childish Gambino. He declined to perform. It can't be that every year. And some people think the Grammys lost some credibility. And I, and I understand why they feel that way. Because what was it? When Kendrick Lamar's uh, Good Kid Mad City came out, he didn't win a Grammy for Best Rap Album. Macklemore won that out, won that yeah. award. And you could probably have justified it back then, but as time goes by, what has Macklemore done since then? That almost not, ruined him. That basically not, he, ruined it. He's done nothing. Since then, Kendrick Lamar put out To Pimp a Butterfly, Grammys. People consider that a classic. He put out Damn. He won a, a what award did he win? Something. Uh, Oh, he got a um, uh, shit Nobel Peace Prize or some shit. Like, what did he nah, get? Nah, it was some uh, Blitzer, some shit, Peabody man. or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, something I mean, that a rapper shit would get. Something like really that. important. Pulitzer, yeah, and then you Pulitzer, Pulitzer, yeah, a Pulitzer Prize, and then you, you look at uh, last year, uh, Jay Z's four forty four album, the most nominated album that year. He walked away with nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, Beyonce's album Lemonade got beat by an objectively worse Adele album. Like 25 is not a good album. Like anybody will tell you that. It's not good. And that one over Beyonce. So people are just like, when when Be and I don't want to make this about it, make this about Beyonce, but when Beyonce's performing at the Grammys, they promote the hell out of it. They're like, they're gonna make sure you know Beyonce's gonna be here. They do the same thing with Kendrick. They do Additionally, the same thing with Drake. they give her whatever she wants. I mean, she's Beyonce, but they're going to make sure the Grammys production makes sure that it's going to be exactly what it is that Beyonce wants. She gets free reign to do what it is that she wants to do. Um, yes. So they give her they give her that respect, but then it's like, okay, when it comes to the actual awards, I don't know. I don't know what how they're grading. I don't. I mean, it doesn't, at, there's a disconnect. At, at some point, they need to they need to get reconnected because you can't have artists like Kendrick Lamar and Drake saying we're not going to do the Grammys. You can't have that because this is music's biggest night, and the most popular genre of music is rap, and the biggest rappers don't want to do your show. I'm not and I'm not trying to put something on them that's not like I don't know if they're protesting it. 
I don't know if they just ain't got the time. I don't know if they just don't want to do it. Maybe they're just busy. But it's still a bad look. You know what I'm saying? And now, and even the people that you have performing, they're doing a Motown tribute tonight. One of the singers is Jennifer Lopez doing Motown. It can't be that. I heard she's not doing it, though. Uh, I'm watching right now. They promoted her saying, like, she's going to be doing it. Okay. I mean, I mean, she's not the only one. She's just one of the singers. I know Megan Trainer trailer Trainer, Megan Trainer. That's not. That can't. That can't be it either. It can't she's, be her either. She's supposed to do it because that's the story that I heard that people were getting in on Jennifer Lopez about doing the Motown tribute, and then they're like, um, "But she's not doing." But Megan Trailer, Trailer, whatever her name is, and some other people are. Either way, this is just. Just a long-winded way of saying that we gotta watch <laughs> the BT Awards, the BT Hip Hop Awards, because Kendrick show Kendrick shows up for that. Now Drake, he's I mean he's Canadian, so you know do that what you will. But if we're we if we're gonna sit here and complain about the lack of uh, rap artists or urban artists being acknowledged for doing great work, then we need to go where we're respected and where our music is properly acknowledged and well the bigger yeah. rappers gotta go too i mean kendrick goes he goes okay. to the hip-hop awards but like it's Drake's gotta show up the jay-z's gotta show up cardi's ratchet she better show up man like come on man like, she, gonna, she, she gonna show up to the grammys all acting crazy and dressed up she needs to show up to the bet awards that same energy that's all i'm gonna say for that yeah, but, I mean, it's a thing, and, and this is a thing that's been going on for a while. Like, every year people complain about the Grammys, but then when the BET Awards come up, no one's watching it. So it can't be It can't be both. You got to yeah. keep that same energy. Well, since we're, we're on the Grammys real quick, uh, this this lady, Joy Villa, uh, her, her Twitter reads, number one Billboard rock recording artist, I make the static, hashtag vegan, wild woman, Joy Tribe, pro-life, hashtag MAGA, Dresswear on at Fox News. So I guess she does this every year. And I, I just question year. why the LA Times Entertainment decided to promote this, but uh, she showed up with a uh, Make America Great Again purse. Uh, she is, I guess, Afro Latina, El Chapa. And uh, the back of her dress says, Make, Build the wall. And she said, I'm part Latina, I'm black. I believe in what the president's saying. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I don't know what they had. Like, cause I'm looking through the other people, cause they're like showcasing people's dresses, and I'm looking through it. And if I'm not mistaken, like nobody else out here has an additional comment, right? Like under this one girl, they show her dress. Under these other guys, they show them dressed up or whatever. You get to her, they say, "Hey, you know, she's dressed as the wall in support of protecting American citizens." Then the very next tweet, I'm part Latina. Like, why are you giving her all this this traffic? What like what do you have to gain from promoting this? Like, who runs LAT Entertainment? That's what I'm curious about now. I feel that they are uh, a MAGA man or MAGA woman if they're giving this this much clout. But you know, it is what it is. I'm, I'm very curious. But we don't claim her. Yeah, I just saw a tweet saying that. Yeah, that's why she don't get claimed by the community. So. I mean, it is what it is. That's what she believes in, but... I've never even heard of her. You know what I don't get, and I don't know, maybe if it... I guess it works both ways, but I, I just feel like when it comes to where society is in general right now, there's just so much voice, boisterous, I guess. Like, everybody's just yelling and, you know, doing all these outlandish things and 
you know, you're obviously going to the Grammys dressed like that to get a reaction. And I just don't understand why. There's so much that people are doing versus actually communicating and hearing each other out and trying to make sense than than not. Like it doesn't mean I just I don't fucking get it. Like I don't what was the point of that? What was the point of that? Other than clout. Like that's stupid. I'm sure uh Shady forty five will enjoy that when he's using his executive time tomorrow, uh not doing any work. Retweet it. So there's no chance he's watching the Grammys right now because the way they opened that show was hella Latina. That mm-hmm. it was a lot of Spanish going on up there on that stage. So it already started. Yeah, it started an hour ago. Oh. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm out of here. I'm done. But I mean, I guess sticking with music. I know we we heard about uh, Mr. Twenty One Savage. <laughs> I, Twitter was on fire when that popped off because that's got to be the most random shit of all time. Like, I went through his Wikipedia page, like, yeah, he was born in Atlanta, blah, 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 blah. Got kicked out of school for bringing a gun to school and blah, 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 blah. And then this dude is from like somewhere in the UK. Now, mind you, I, I was, I think they said he's from like an island that's like a Caribbean island owned by the UK, but the jokes are still gonna fly. This, nigga, this dude is British. He's British, like he's, he's James. He's the rapping James Bond. Um, he's a, what is that movement over there? The the grunge movement or whatever that rap style is called. Them the English dudes <laughs> rapping in. <laughs> yeah, that's that's him now. They, the memes, were, the memes were popping like they were killing this dude. Like, yeah, but it didn't make any laugh. sense. Not everybody can make a joke or make. A oh, we'll we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get that in a second. We'll get to that in a second. But but yeah, I. Well, I don't know, man. Like I, I heard, I, I've heard some things, and you know, I don't know why they decided this was the time to get this dude. Like, you know, I, I'm, I heard that he does good things in the community. He pays his taxes. He, you know, does fundraisers or whatever. But I, I don't get yeah. what the motivation was to pick him up. But, 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 but this, this is kind of a, uh, a win for the Mega Man and the, and the Wall people. And, and I, and I say this because. Sure. Again, yeah, he's here, but I mean, if you look at him, you listen to his rap music, if you look at his rap sheet, I mean, he's kind of the, the poster child of the people you don't want in the country illegally. You know what I'm saying? Guns, drugs, rapping, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's kind of the reason people want to build a wall. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't know how many bodies 21 has, allegedly. You know what I'm saying? We don't know how much dope he's slaying in the community. Do we, do we want a bunch of 21 savages coming over here illegally? So people could argue that point. You could also argue the point the guy has been in the country since he was seven. He's done mean, a bunch of illegal shit. This isn't the first time that he's got caught up by the feds. But well, now is the time that they Yeah, that's so I'm like... And it's really easier, but it's like, well, look at who our president is. Look at who our... I totally get that, but I know... I know people who got deported over some illegal shit. So, in the past, like over years, so that, is, that doesn't make sense to me. And uh, you can try and say, oh, because of the current president and, you know, ICE and everything inside an all-time high. True, but th- he's been arrested how many times before? And even as an adult, like, you can maybe let that shit fly as a minor, but not as an adult. That doesn't, that don't go. I, I don't know. I just feel like that's a hella, hella random uh, deportation situation. Shout out to, I think Jay-Z is paying for his lawyer fees or something like that, but. Yeah. Again, it's going to be tough, man, because, again, it's going to be a, a double-edged sword because he's going to be, again, the poster child for this uh, 
for this movement of a you know unnecessary potentially illegal deportation or putting emphasis on that. But in the same breath, man, he's got to come back like those uh, serial killers come back when they go to court or the murderers. Like he's got to shave his head, put on a suit. Like, hey, man, I've done some things in the past. You got to redo his look. You got to redo it. Yeah, he needs to, he needs to get a, his image redone before he comes and tries to be a poster child for deportation and illegal immigration. So. I don't think this one's going to play out how we think it is. So, but I mean, shout out to him. Hopefully he's, you know, getting some tea and crumpets and all that stuff, whatever makes him happy. So God, God bless the savage. Yeah. I think, uh, some people are coming on Twitter asking people not to make jokes about this. Mm. I know, I know y'all, I know there's, there's rap. It it was rappers who were saying it. And I know like, He's you, you know him personally, and obviously ICE is no joke. You know deportation is is not a joke, but on Twitter, everybody gonna cuss these jokes because I've seen people make jokes about Flint, Michigan. I've seen people make jokes about Katrina. I've seen people make a dead baby like uh, like nothing is off limits on Twitter, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong. But if you're one of those people who's like, you guys should not be laughing at 21 Savage. This is a serious issue. You shouldn't be on Twitter because Twitter is is with the shits. <laughs> like, that's what it is. So that if, is you what know, it is. if you don't know what you're talk, talking about or you don't know what we're talking about, sorry. Miss um, Demi Lovato decided oh, yeah. to, to get in on the get in with the shits. So I'm looking at the, the, the stream on her uh, Instagram where I started this firestorm. So somebody posted a meme of 21 Savage is like, yo, this is how 21 Savage writing his verses. And it was like a white man with a quill with a feather and a deep in ink writing verses. And these are the responses that she got. Go shoot some more heroin, Demi. <laughs> She's a crackhead. She's a hypocrite. Let's pull out some heroin memes and see if this bitch doesn't get emotional. <laughs> Yeah. So you see how we can the clip is not unloaded. The clip is still got bullets. What if she saw the memes about her heroin addict shaking my head? Crack is one hell of a drug. Rehab doctors better take her phone away. Fuck that crackhead Debbie anyways. <laughs> Coming from a junkie LMAO. My favorite memes were Debbie Lovato doing crack. LOL, who overdosed? Don't at me. Didn't she overdose? Shut up, Debbie. Go do more heroin. <laughs> oh Smells like crack. <laughs> she does crack. Christ. Why is she laughing? <laughs> that needle is hitting. Why is one of the heroin memes? That spoon was hot five seconds before she <laughs> <laughs> said that tweet. And the best one that I saw was the uh, was a Michael Jackson video. I think it was... Uh, don't stop. He get enough. He's like shaking his wrist, and like pulling up his his, his sleeve. They're like devil above, but that spoon gets hot. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter, Twitter does not give a fuck. Like addiction is a serious <laughs> issue, and they're gonna get her ass up out of here. Like it doesn't matter. It like, don't matter. And she deleted her Twitter after that or her Instagram or something like that. But you know what? If you can't take the heat, get out the kitchen. Like, this ain't, this ain't everybody's first rodeo. If you get on Twitter and tweet some shit, it, either you're not ready to argue or just let it go, then don't be on here. Simple as that. Well, I don't get it, but it's a bit kind of hypocritical because yes. she made a joke. You know what I'm saying? Like, she made a joke at a serious situation or laughed at a joke that somebody else made a serious Situation and the same people on Twitter that are getting on her for making that joke are going in on her and they're making all these fucking jokes. 
And look, and look, 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 look. Black people can laugh at black people can laugh at black people. It's like it's like you can make fun of your little brother, but these outsiders, like I'm not gonna have a crackhead getting in on the jokes. Like you need to go light your spoon up, come up on the ball, and do what you do over there. You're not allowed to do this. This ain't for you. This is not for you. But I mean, apparently it's getting heated between black folks too, because apparently Chris Brown and uh, one of the, the three amigos is beefing about this or whatever. So yeah, I have no like I keep seeing that I, I have no desire to know why those two are arguing. I don't care. I, it's been it has been going on for like a week. I'm not trying to. I don't even know. And, and it's and it's the circle of life because it's it's a a crackhead uh, getting mad about uh you know keeping the whole crack theme going. I, Whatever the Migos that once beef for Chris Brown, you don't want no smoke with a crackhead, dog. Like this dude, he had a verse on his 86 song album that he <laughs> said, Poom Poom got me feeling like angel dust. God damn. I'm not fighting nobody that knows what angel dust makes you feel like. <laughs> nah. Not doing it. And I think and I think he sent him his location. It was like, yo, I will be here. I will be here at this time. And then he's like, oh, you the feds, you the feds, or something like that. So the, the Migos knew what it was. You know, the, Chris Brown could do all kinds of cartwheels and flips and pop lock for like eight hours. You don't want to fight that guy. I don't That's care it. how athletic that Migos guy is. You, you don't want to fight Chris nah, Brown. Nah, this is that was that was uh, Offset and Young Offset. Guess where he's at right now? He's mm. at the he's at the Grammys. And guess who he's with? Young Cardi B. So he's gonna be all right. He's gonna be all right. Damn, relationship goals. Relationship she goals. Him, she took him back. Wow. <laughs> I just Damn. saw earlier it was a reporting um Dick is saying that like she told him that she wasn't gonna do build that wall build that wall she, she wasn't gonna do um what's that therapy couples therapy whatever hey she could be on love and hip hop New York or Atlanta or it's LA or whatever she's gonna be on it's Barack and Michelle Will and Jada Cardi B and Offset relationship goals that's the rankings right there they're number three relation black love black love hashtag black love that's what hashtag, I like hashtag black love so sorry so queens out there this this is the the parameter so if your man want to go out and you know clap clap some cheeks on the side you, you got to let him back as long as he's blowing your back out good that's that's pretty much what this equates to heavy then dems is dems is the rules dems is the rules i don't know now. i thought it was because of a baby that nigga got four kids. Yeah, I'm about to say he got four other kids. Nah, I hate that. Oh, Michael Jordan said, "Fuck them kids." <laughs> <laughs> he, he bought he bought her a Ferrari. There's only two seats in the Ferrari. The baby is not even be thought out in these situations. Nah, ain't no baby seat in that car. Yeah, you can't put a baby seat in a, in a Lambo or Ferrari. So, yeah, that I found that interesting. I'd love to see a charity fight between Chris Brown and anybody. Like I'm paying the sixty dollars for that pay per view. I'm, I'm with it. I'm absolutely with it. So, but damn, another perfect transition uh, when it comes to women getting their back it blown out. It. Uh, I think we've talked about this before. I don't think we went in depth about it, but it, it seemed to creep on the timeline again. It was pretty interesting. Some of the comments, what people were saying. So uh, let me pull up this tweet real quick. Yeah. So I guess the lad Bible, I didn't verify to see if this was true or not, but just for the sake of this podcast, is 100% true. So lad Bible is saying, newlyweds who wait until marriage to have sex discovers husband has a micro penis. So uh, KJ. Not okay. KJ. Um, KJ, uh, you need to. Annulment. It won't even count. I'm mad they got like the pictures on this website of like little, uh, those little sausages wrapped in bacon. Like this is disgusting. <laughs> 
Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh man, twenty-seven years old. So, <clears throat> I don't need to read this. I can, I can summarize this while I'm reading all this. But, but then somebody tweeted, uh, "See what happens when you're not at home. Want to be wife material for these uh, Negroes." So, essentially, uh, you gotta, you know, you gotta test the the car before you buy it. Apparently, so. L being the sharing only uh, woman on this podcast, uh, shed some light on this. You already said that it's rounds for divorce. Um, you know what happened to all that true love? You know we can that's make it work. But that's not honest. How is that dishonest? How is that dishonest? Because you didn't tell me about your package, bro. Like it's one thing. Okay, we're gonna be uh, virgins until marriage, and we're gonna wait or whatever. And if we have that pack, we have that pack. You respect and you abide by it, but. I need to know that I'm gonna get something. You know, it's just not okay. It's not okay. You can't say that. You can't say that. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say it's this. Out of, it's out of the whole equation. Do not trap me. You trap me. You trap me. That's <laughs> <laughs> so all part. Making me swear under God, okay? Promise under God, knowing very damn well that you aren't even gonna keep up your end of the bargain. No, motherfucker, no. It, it, here's the thing. This man has a micro penis. I, he ain't got a small penis. He's got a micro. That means penis. it's like the tip of your pinky. That lets you know how small it is, <laughs> and and the fact that it's called a micro penis. Can't lets, do nothing with it. That lets me know that it's a medical condition. So mm. this man had a medical condition mm. and did not disclose it to his fiance. That's where he fucked up. That's like if if you you get married and all of a sudden. Your woman got, you know, chronic smelly vagina. Like, she got to take medicine for that. It's like, yo, you should have told me that. It's a medical condition. Or if you're, if she's got bronchitis or something, she's got some medical condition. You need to disclose that information. What if she's got, what if he or she has gonorrhea or herpes? You would want to know that because it's a medical condition that affects you. A micro penis is a medical condition. She actually has a penis herself. I bet you would yes. want to know that ahead of time. You would want to know that. And apparently this man does not have a penis. So do with that what you will. So he should have disclosed that information because you got a medical condition. What am I supposed to do the rest of my life? Well, some of the comments, some of the comments were, uh, let's see. Mm -hmm. That's hard. Maybe just suggest we have an open marriage. Uh, is he paying all no. my bills? Is he paying all my bills or so I'm cheating? Um, yeah. Let's see. You got. He got to be making a buckload of money. If you are, you can't. You can't be walking around with a micro penis living at your mom's house. It can't be that. Well, nah, we, we have. We have somebody you that's be successful somewhere else. Like you got to overcompensate in other places. Well, we have a young lady that she uh, at wishful. Uh, she's very optimistic. Uh, oof. I've been in a relationship with somebody who damn near had a micro penis, and he was nowhere near the man of my dreams. It's possible just need he just needs to be open sexually, toys, extenders, etc. I don't even know what that is. KJ, I'm sorry. Say, hey, no. Lex, Lex, I'm sorry. This I, I know hey. we do this every other week. Uh for his for his birthday. She's, conditions. she's gonna buy that man a strap on. Like it, that's what it's gonna be. That's what it's gonna be. <laughs> that's what it's gonna be. <laughs> get this no. get the strap. Get this get the strap. Get the strap. Get the strap though, nigga. <laughs> oh my god yeah somebody was like uh well see that story could be fake because she's like okay somebody had a good point so uh she never saw him in his underwear pajamas never touched it don't have to have sex to get the hint of the size of sex was a sex with the big uh thing didn't mean matter before marriage 
it's messed up to change it, make it matter once married. He could be like, why are you not a size zero yet divorced? Huh? But the whole medical physician thing, I, I get that. So no. she, she, she no. probably she probably using that dick to floss her teeth. Good God. Like oh, oh my God. Um somebody said, is he a cuckold? Because if he's rich. <laughs> hey, black.com. Black back. <laughs> KJ, I'm sorry. Um, Get up in there. Get up in there. I'm also apologizing for the filth that we have produced this week. But I mean, it's a, it's a legit question. I mean, again, people say for better, for worse. I, I don't know. I don't know if that's one of those situations where you. Can... As a medical condition, you got to disclose that. No. Gotta, you got to disclose that. Like, I don't want to find out on our wedding night that you got asthma. Let me know before, please. Or at least having an inhaler. So that that was interesting that he was uh, saying being open to toys and things of that nature. Because I saw a story on Twitter that was very interesting. <coughs> oh, I'm choking. Oh, <coughs> Jesus Christ. Dying. Let me get some of my water out of my Black Panther cup. Shout out to Black Panther. Um, yeah, I know a couple years ago. You're not whole... choking then. <laughs> okay. Anyways, so I. Back in a couple years ago, there was a whole wave about a, a Fifty Shades of Grey. And I was like, man, this shit is trash. Um, if you don't know what we're talking about, I'll, I'll swing back around to that. But there was a house that went for sale in Philly. Beautiful house. Um, actually, it's not a house. It's a mansion. There's a mansion for sale in Philly. Beautiful. Got pool tables, fully furnished, wood floors, brick walls, all the trimmings, tile. You know, beautiful, beautiful kitchen, marble countertops steel countertops it's, it's an amazing house so this house was listed on zillow right and you know i don't know if you go on zillow a lot i know i do here and there uh just to look to shit or whatever but yeah oh gosh good god five bedrooms two and a half bathrooms one and a half bath four thousand one hundred twenty nine square feet and it's for sale for seven hundred fifty thousand dollars right this is 1612 norris road maple Glen, pa Cool. So you go on, you know, you look for a house, you flip through the pictures. Oh, wow. Beautiful kitchen, beautiful foyer. You know, we, we could play cards here. We could have a good family uh, holiday in this kitchen, you know, have friends over for drinks. You scroll, 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 scroll. Then you get to the end of this, uh, th this picture section and there is a basement, right? Now, mind you, it's a beautiful basement, but <clears throat> th this basement is pretty much the red room from Fifty Shades of Grey. <clears throat> So, KJ, again, you probably don't even know about this. Sorry, Lex. But Fifty Shades of Grey is a movie essentially about a couple, this lady who meets this billionaire or whatever. And long story short, he's into some wild bondage, you know, submissive, dominant matrix, whatever that shit is. And he had what was called like the Red Room or something like that in the bottom of his house or his mansion where there was like all kinds of whips and chains and devices and all kinds of wild medieval shit going on, some Game of Thrones shit. So yeah, this was just on Zillow and people were like, yo, did y'all see this? Like this person had no shame just posting this on Zillow. Like, yeah, I mean, it's 2019, 45 is president. I'm putting my my, my damn sex dungeon on Zillow. We're gonna get it popping. So so what are y'all's thoughts on that? Like, is I, that think it. I think it's actually pretty genius, but I'll, I'll let, I'll let y'all go first. Agreed. You know how much money that movie made? And a lot of people are trying to, there's like all accessory line behind that movie. People wanted to recreate that stuff in their bedrooms and stuff. And now somebody actually did that. They did it. And they did it in a home and now they're selling it. I think that's genius. 
it's a beautiful house. Like it's like even with that, I'm like, shit, that the house is hella nice. But uh, Marcus, are you putting in a bid? Are you gonna, you know, put a bid on the crib? Are we moving to PA? I, or I, I think it's a great idea. I think uh, a lot of people who rent out their houses for like Airbnb. I think that's going to be an option now for people. I think they're going to start putting that kind of stuff up. Like, See, that's hey, what I thought it was originally. Yeah, I, like I wouldn't, I would not be interested in buying a house strictly for that. But if you told me, like, hey, we have a Valentine's Day special where we have a sex dungeon in our house, you can come stay for two nights, half off for Valentine's Day. Like, I'd be interested. Not, I don't want to say I would, but I can, I can see how people would be interested in something like that, just to go someplace to go. Do your business, get in, get out, and and be all right. Like that's it. You you'd be surprised what people are into because people are out here fucking. They're fucking a lot, and if you tell them that they can go to someone else's house, well, and not do something, but and and do something against. Body count at zero. Body count. Hey, hey, new year, new me. New year, new, year, new me. <laughs> but. You're right. If you if you if you tell people they can like you know do all that nasty shit at someone else's house for a weekend, and it's cheaper than a hotel, and it's like specifically made for that type of stuff that you're into, man, you could retire off that. And, and that was I wish thing, so. I, I wish I had thought of it. Yeah, and me too, because it's not well, it's not quite cheaper in the hotel, but I think they were actually renting that room out for uh, I think a couple thousand dollars a weekend or something like that. But the, the 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 marketing genius part behind this is they put it on Zillow. Like millions of people look at Zillow now. My you, Zillow took it down once they found out. But at that point, it already made like national news. I heard it. I heard it on Atlanta sports radio. You know what I'm saying? And it blew Why up on Zillow Twitter. Why did Zillow take it down? I mean, because you gotta be you gotta be safe. You gotta be safe and sorry. Like I'm, they're probably like you know this probably isn't against the rules, but let's just be safe and take down this this sex dungeon. You know what I'm saying? Like this is kind of like if if somebody had a Zillow room where their their bottom basement was like a a clans museum, I'm pretty sure they would take that down too. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just it's probably not illegal, but you probably don't want that being promoted on your you know, house selling website, but they just got hella free advertising for anybody just about that life to come, you know, get it popping. So, but it, it is a beautiful house. Definitely check it out. But uh, I, I found that interesting. Five years from now, that's going to be an option. Like they'll say, like when you're looking to where, where the filters are at, where you like, I'm looking for a two bedroom house. I'm looking for a house with Wi-Fi. I'm looking for a house with a sex dungeon. It's going to be an option. Airbnb, get on that. Yeah. So, were they just using Zillow as a marketing tactic, or were they really selling their house? No, I think they were—they're were really selling their house. They just took down those pictures. They left the rest of the pictures on there. So, I mean, if you got seven hundred fifty thousand dollars to spend, like, I mean, it's worth—it was worth checking out. So, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, let's see. I think we got a couple more things. I know Marcus had a couple things to talk about in the Marcus Music Minute or two. So, I mean. What you got? Okay. Um, so, hang on a second. I'm trying to move my tea. I got the Grammys on on the other screen. But uh, so last week we didn't really talk about it because the game was trash. It was the lowest rated Super Bowl in the last ten years. But uh, the halftime show, Room Five. 
I saw a lot of slander. I saw a lot of people complaining. I saw a lot of people complaining. All right. Maroon 5 did a good job. They did fine. Travis Scott did a fine job. Big Boy did a fine job. The problem is, is we're not spoiled. We're spoiled. We've had Beyonce. We had Bruno Mars. Then we had Coldplay featuring Beyonce and Bruno Mars. And then from that moment, we have yet to have a Super Bowl performance on that level of a Beyonce or Bruno Mars. We've had Justin Timberlake. That was trash. We had Lady Gaga. That was okay. We had Katy Perry. It was meh. And now we've had Maroon 5. Maroon 5 played all the songs I wanted to hear. They played every song. Every song that they played, I was like, this is what I want to hear. This shit is going. This shit jams. Travis Scott, he did sicko mode. Like, it, obviously, it sounds better with Drake. It sounds better when you play the entire song. Yeah, I don't think it's a good song without Drake. Yeah, I, I give you that. Like, obviously, Drake can't be there, but that's Travis Scott's biggest song. So I understand why he did that. Big Boy, Big Boy killed it. And the only issue I had with his performance is that Adam Levine should have sat that one out. He shouldn't have got on the uh, the chorus singing with Sleepy Brown. And I don't, I didn't appreciate uh, Adam Levine's, like, everything don't need a black choir. Like, we don't need a black choir for everybody. Like, they didn't need that. It's it's fine. Just do it, do it yourself. My, my problem is, is that we are putting Beyonce, Bruno Mars type expectations on people who are not Bruno Mars and Beyonce. And it's Honestly, it's not fair. We can't expect Maroon 5 to be on that level. They are not, they are a great band. They make great music in my opinion, but they aren't legendary artists. They aren't legendary performers. They're just, they're fine for now. But who, for, for Super Bowl 52, if someone, who is the artist that someone could put out there that they say, Hey, they're gonna do the halftime show, and the and you think, okay, they're gonna be on par with Beyonce, Bruno Mars. Who is that artist? Because I don't think they're out there. They don't. Who who is it? So let's not be unfair to Maroon Five. Adam Levine did a good enough job for what he was put up there to do. We don't we don't take you know, we don't ask Devin Booker to be Michael Jordan, because he's not. He's Devin Booker. He's okay. We don't ask Kirk Cousins to be Joe Montana, because it's Kirk Cousins. Know the limits of the artists that you're going into seeing. Know their limits. Don't go in there expecting Beyonce. It's not Beyonce. Don't go in there expecting Bruno Mars, because that's not who it is. It's just Maroon 5. Let's try to be a little bit fair. Let's be a little bit more understanding next year because y'all are going to complain so much about how bad, quote unquote, bad this halftime performance was. Next year is going to be I'm in Miami and we're going to end up with the city girls and Pitbull and y'all are going to be pissed. So let's, let's calm down. It's going to be all right. And the other music minute I had was on the, the Grammys uh, fucking up, but we talked about that earlier, so. I mean, there might be a certain population that might be cool. Pitbull got some hits. I mean, he got some hits, but he ain't Super Bowl halftime show good. You think he's going to put on a better show than Adam Levine? Hey, man. Hey, 
You think Flo Rider gonna put hey, he got he got better jams than songs about Jane? Hey man. Oh yeah, loca. English. English. Yeah, English. Hey, those are jams. That little job beat drop. Not white people, not not white suit people. I'm talking about like you know, fitted caps. Keep, no. keep talking like that. Ice gonna kick down the door. Ice gonna come in there and get y'all. He's Cuban after all. Uh, I speak English over here. I think that would be genius. I think you you onto something because he could bring out artists like J Lo. He could bring out Mark Anthony. He could bring out a lot of other Shakira. Uh, he could bring out a lot of other artists. Yeah, I like it. Okay, you think people oh, had a, you think people had an issue with Maroon Five? Wait till Pitbull gets out there. Well, well all I'm gonna say is that they shouldn't. Yeah, but he represents the three hundred five. Yeah, again, you. That's like you go into a five star restaurant and then bring you out grilled cheese sandwiches. Like that's we're obviously gonna have high expectations if they know that's what's gonna bring the eyes and, and suck it up and get the best people. Like don't don't give us don't give us don't give us cheese sandwiches at the Super Bowl. That's all I'm gonna say on this. If if the bar if the bar for Super Bowl halftime shows is Beyonce and Bruno Mars, then you might as well just have them do it every year, just alternate. It, just like with the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl should be in Atlanta, Miami, L.A., the warm places or places yeah. with domes. Like we don't, we don't need we don't need diversity with everything. Like just give us the good stuff. Like I don't, like, I don't care never, if it's the same place. Drive or fly if you want to go. We're never gonna get like a Prince type performance. Like his performance was it's probably top two. We're, that's not the bar. That shouldn't be the bar for everybody else. Because Prince, he's the goat. Like that's yeah. the top of the list. That's that's the highest. That's the highest of standard. And like a, a notch below that is where Beyonce and Bruno Mars is. Then you have a huge gap, and then there's don't, everybody don't do else. This. Don't do this. There's a there's a there's uh, everybody else. Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson. No, he's down there with Maroon no. Five and everybody else. Anyway, so yeah, he's not up there with that Prince performance. Hell no. So, wow. L, do you have any? Do you have any wine? Because I got I got two more things I want to get on. Get on I to get here. Do I sort of do? As a matter that tea. Like I was saying earlier, you guys a little bit hungover. I'm getting a little bit too old for this, but um. Yesterday I went wine tasting. It was really nice. It was the thing that my company put together. So it was like food and wine tasting. Um, everybody got really dressed up. I mean, some people were like mediocre. Some people really went out uh, with the gowns and stuff. I just wore some jeans and a nice tie. Anyway, you didn't ask for all that. Point of the matter is, here's the wine. Um, one of the ones that surprised me the most was actually Stella Rosa. Now, I, start, I started off drinking wine with Stella Rosa just like their regular red blend or whatever. But they've come out over the years and made different type of labels. Um, and there's a Stella Black and a Stella Green Apple. Both phenomenal. If you guys are new to drinking wine, I've said it before, I recommend a Stella. If you, even if you are not new to drinking wine, Stella, the Black, it's sweet, but it's not too dry. It's still really body full with the juices, um, like that fruity juice taste. And I, I just fell in love with that one. So I'm going to go get me a bottle. Anyway, the wine itself, shout out to Gift because we can relate. We, vi we vent to each other all the time. And it's really just about people not doing their fucking job and just constantly pawning off their work onto other people. So without getting too personal, um, I have a situation right now, and it's supposed to go off tomorrow on Monday, to where I got these motherfuckers trying to dictate that my, me and my team go ahead and do somebody else's job go ahead and regulate and, and, you know, inspect and do the stuff that we do, but for a whole different department. 
No, get the department that that belongs to, make them go and get you a POC, personal contact, and get it done. Like, I don't, I don't understand. I don't, I don't understand why you're over here trying to, well, because you didn't do your job right, because you didn't make sure that that area was covered. And because my people are responsible and you think that you're going to come to us to make, no, that's not how it works. That's not how it works. So for everybody out there, the real one I'm trying to get to is know your job, do your job, stay in your fucking lane. So long as you do that, there shouldn't be any issues. And don't let anybody push you around or try to push you around to do their job. Absolutely not. Stay your ground. It goes back to knowing your job. Know your job. Know what, you was, what you're responsible for. Get that done and keep it going. Because when you do that, that you have your people above you, like our district manager and everybody else backing me up. So I'm good. I'm, I can fight whatever the fuck I want to tomorrow. And I will. And I plan on it. So... There it is. Free smoke, free smoke. Yeah. Do your damn job. <clears throat> yo, check out this. Yo, the Grammy is wild, man. Let me check out this picture, man. I'm going to send this shit in the group chat. But real quick, this is super hella random, but I thought about it while I was at the grocery store. And uh, I, I tweeted out, like, what's the most money you spent on, like, maple <laughs> maple syrup? Relationship goals. <laughs> Relationship goals. Hey, oh never, no! Never lost. Hey, hey, y'all won, y'all won, y'all won. Hey, bruh, take me back, bruh. <laughs> and she did. Damn. Take hey, me man. back, bruh. We need, we need, we, and we need to have a women's episode next week to talk about this. This is. Oh, is that hot right there before me? It is. I don't know. This is hella funny. It is. But anywho. I, I'm a big uh, I'm a big sweets person. I love pancakes, waffles. I've been I've been doing things with French toast the last couple of days. I've I've actually got lost into a YouTube wormhole of different ways to cook French toast, which is it's, you'd be surprised at many different ways French. you can cook French toast. You old? <clears throat> no, nah, I just like to cook. Yo, know, you can put French toast in waffle maker and it comes out just as good. And stuff it looks like French toast. Fun factoid. Anyways, so I was like, damn, what's the most money you've ever spent on on a syrup so i tweeted it out and i put like more than five dollars or less than five dollars and a majority of the people said less than five dollars right cool a couple of people said more and i was like all right cool i need more details yada 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 so i know gift queen she's like yo or shit the homie adriana shout out to her she was like yo uh what she said yeah, but that sheep syrup isn't even syrup. It's high fruit fructose corn syrup and maple flavoring. Mrs. Butterworth sits on the throne of lies. I was like, expose her. So, yeah. All right. <clears throat> so I was at the store today. I know Gift Queen said she spent like $12 on syrup one time. I was like, interesting. That's so I bought this. Canadian <clears throat> syrup right there. Yo, I bought this uh, barrel-aged, pure American-made, grade-A dark maple syrup. Woodenville Whiskey Company, Grade A, Clear Dark, <clears throat> Aged and Freshly empty, Emptied Whiskey Barrels. <clears throat> Damn, I can't talk tonight. This is how big it is, this syrup. How much do you think this bottle of syrup costs? $35. Absolutely not. That's way too much. This this, this, this is what 15 No. More? $20. That shit is delicious though. So, 
But yeah. You cheating uh, on Mrs. Butterworth? Is that what you're fuck saying? Fuck Mrs. Butterworth. I don't use that what cheap shit. I don't use that cheap shit you broke, boys. If you're not paying twenty dollars more for your syrup, don't talk to me. You oh, know what syrup me. is I about. Can't stand you. <laughs> Yo, but there's this pancake misses out. It's like uh that shit is hella expensive, but it's very good. But shout out to uh, us real connoisseurs out of here um that spend excessive money on breakfast stuff. So if you're gonna do it, do it right. But we'll wrap up with the uh uh, we're going to get out of here. I guess they're going to finish the Grammys. I'm going to, I guess, edit the podcast because I don't have a life. So uh, shout out to everybody listening. Shout out to everybody. Y'all know who y'all are. Uh, y'all get any shout outs? Um, shit, I feel like I had one. Um, shout out to all the Black Patriots fans. Y'all are coons. Oh, King, King Coon KJ. Y'all be that. Be that. Hold that. Mm. Yeah. L. Um. Shout out to everybody who does their fucking job. Um, <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't try to pawn off their work. You know what I'm saying? Who holds it down. Shout out to you guys that are real ones. Appreciate you. Shout out to people listening to the podcast and are interactive on Twitter. You guys are the greatest. This committee podcast, we out. Peace.